Welcome to the Nightmare Emporium. Here we take a deep dive into some grisly tales that are bound to make you lose your head. Now, let's check in with our host, the macabre Marvel herself, to see what she has in store for us this week. <laughs> I was looking for a vampire, so I put an ad on Craigslist. Okay, so hear me out, because of course I know vampires aren't real. I wasn't looking for an actual vampire, but instead for someone who's part of a vampire subculture. You see, I'm a college student and I majored in cultural studies. I needed to write a 40-page thesis about recently formed subcultures. I was always a sucker for vampires, werewolves, and other folklore, so I picked the vampire subculture. For my thesis, I wanted to interview someone who was part of it, so I could gather some first-hand expressions and how a typical day for them was like. There was only one problem, though. It was quite hard to find someone who was part of that culture. After talking to countless trolls on the internet, who pretended to be actual vampires, I figured that finding someone genuine would be nearly impossible. In an act of despair, I put the ad on Craigslist. I know that's probably step one on how to get murdered, but I thought if someone was willing to meet up, they wouldn't make that effort just to make fun of me. Looking back, I can see how naive and dumb that was. Anyway, someone actually volunteered and contacted me. We were talking a bit via email and agreed on a day and time to meet. Skipping to the day of the interview, I got really nervous because I didn't know what kind of person would show up at my door. I know, I know, letting a stranger from the internet into your house is step two on how to get murdered, but like I said, I was desperate. It was early in the evening when the doorbell rang. When I opened the door, I was greeted by a tall, light brown skinned bearded man. He didn't look like what I'd expected. I was expecting someone dressed in gothic-style clothes, but this man was wearing a fancy black suit. By the look of it, it seemed like an old suit, but in pretty good condition. I suck at guessing ages, but... He kind of looked like he was in his 30s to me. Are you Mike? He asked me in a light accent, which seemed Middle Eastern, Middle European, maybe a mixture of both. Uh, yeah, you must be Adam? Yes, I'm here for the interview. Can I come in? He asked with a friendly smile on his face. Yeah, sure, be my guest. I pointed towards the couch next to the door. Please, take a seat. He sat down, and I sat on a chair in front of him. To be honest, I was still kind of nervous about the whole deal, but for some reason I was intrigued by that guy. You said you were looking for a vampire for your studies, so here I am. Yeah, I'm writing a thesis for my cultural studies, and I was hoping to get some information from someone who was actually part of that culture. 
Ah, uh, yes, for authenticity, I assume. He still gave that friendly smile. Authenticity. Yeah, you could put it like that. Do you mind if I record our conversation? No, no, I don't mind. So, what do you want to know? He had made himself comfortable on the couch and laid one arm across the back of it. Well, just tell me about yourself and how you got into this lifestyle. Ah, very well. You see, this lifestyle was inevitable for me. I had some family issues while growing up, and things tend to happen, you know? I was confused by his reply, but I didn't want to ask him what he meant by that. Oh, I see. Well then, let me ask you another question. How do you become a vampire? Is it just a mentality you develop, or does it require more? You get bitten to become one, of course, he laughed. It is a mentality, yes, and it requires more than just thinking like it. You have to live it, feel it. I see. Since you joked about the biting, do you really bite people and consume human blood? Yes, some of us do, but animal blood will do too. Aren't you afraid to get diseases by doing that? And how do you even get human blood? I don't think a hospital would just hand you bags. No, he chuckled. I'm not afraid of getting sick. Obtaining human blood is quite simple. You just ask someone to volunteer. Like you did. Oh, yeah, I replied in confusion. I didn't catch what he meant by asking. So, you get blood donated by volunteers? Yes, sometimes, he said, smiling again. And how often do you drink blood? I mean, I guess it depends on how often someone donates. Well, when I was younger, it was almost daily. But nowadays, it isn't that often anymore. It's more once a month than for special occasions. We only have to drink once a month. I see. So, do you have any preferences when it comes to the blood? I mean, do you look for a certain blood type? No, any type will do, but there are significant tastes in every type. Do you mind explaining the differences? Sure. A has a sweet flavor to it. B is a little less bitter in taste. It's like your first beer. At first it tastes horrible, but you develop a taste for it. O has a sour flavor. And my favorite, AB tastes something like honey and you even smell like it. You see, it does require a certain knowledge to tell the difference, he said in a slightly serious tone. Interesting. To be honest, if I ever had the opportunity to taste any of these, I'd probably go with AB then, I said jokingly. Would you like to try? His tone had changed into a friendlier one once again. Unfortunately, I don't have any with me. But next time I have some, I will share it with you. He chuckled again. That would be very generous, I said with a nervous laugh. 
My initial interest in him became slowly a suspicion. The way he talked about all this was kind of unnerving to me. I wasn't sure if he was just trying to scare me, or if he was actually genuine. Any further questions? He smiled and gave me a patient look. Oh yeah, sorry, I I was lost in my thoughts for a moment. How has being a vampire affected your life? Ah, good question. Yes, when I first became a vampire, it took me a while till I adjusted to my new life. It wasn't always easy for me. I couldn't do certain things anymore that I had loved before. For example, I loved gardening, farming, and growing every kind of crop. You see, my family were farmers, and I wanted to be just like my father when I was growing up. Unfortunately, after my transformation, I wasn't able to farm anymore. My brother had passed away, and my parents didn't like what I had become, and we had a little family dispute. I guess every good household has their fair share of arguments. His voice was taken over by a sadness. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope they change your mind, and you guys can make up, I said, trying to comfort him. Sadly, this won't be possible. They passed away a long time ago. He changed his sitting position and straightened his posture. But the past is the past. I mourned their loss long enough. His smile had returned. Oh. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Anyway, let's continue with the question, shall we? Yes, go on. What do you think of the depictions of vampires in modern pop culture, literature, and so on? Surely it must have had a big impact on you. Hmm, inaccurate. The depictions have changed over the years. There was a time when we were feared, but many authors and the like romanticized the concept of vampires to fit a modern audience. I would even dare to say that some are kind of disrespectful to my kind. I'm talking about the sparkly ones. His tone had changed into a serious one once again. I couldn't figure this guy out. At first, he was all friendly and charming, but then his demeanor changed rapidly. All this talk about we, us, my kind, freaked me out a little bit. Was this guy just messing with me, or did he actually think he was a vampire? Either way, I decided to play along, because I didn't know what this guy might do to me if I didn't. So, um, you don't agree with the modern depiction... What would be an accurate one? Well, Mike, you see one right in front of you. His tone hasn't changed, but he had a similar smile on his face. I gave him an obviously nervous smile back. Oh, so what you're telling me is you're an actual vampire? He chuckled. I didn't say I wasn't, did I? Great. My suspicions were correct. I invited a psycho into my house. I hate it when I'm right. God knows what he's going to do if I say something that would upset him. He didn't seem stable. His moods were a roller coaster ride. Man, this was probably part three on how to get murdered. I had no idea what I would have to do to get rid of him. This pissed me off quite a bit, but I tried to hide my anger and my frustration and put on my best poker face. Okay, so let me just get this straight. You are 
a real-life vampire. Yes, I am what you would call a vampire. All right. You didn't tell me how you became a vampire, though. I said, trying to keep myself together. God, he hissed. God, what do you mean by that? God turned me into this. He had raised his voice and was almost shouting at me. Okay. Uh, We don't have to talk about that if you don't feel comfortable. I would prefer it if we don't. Do you have another question for me? He had calmed down and was talking in that friendly way again. Man, this guy was bipolar or something. He obviously wasn't right in the head. How old are you? He let out a thoughtful, hmm, like he was really trying to figure out his age. I don't know anymore. I can't answer that question, I'm sorry. I lost my sense of time millennia ago. Well, I can tell you that I saw many empires rise and fall. I saw how the Romans conquered almost the whole known world back then. I saw the Dark Ages in Europe, the discovery of the New World, the American Revolution, the World Wars. I saw and lived everything, and I will probably see much more. So you must be very old then. Did you know Dracula? Was he also a vampire? Oh, you mean Vlad? No, he wasn't, and yes, I did know him. He invited me once, and I stayed with him for quite a while. He was a great host to me. I see. What about garlic? Is that really a weakness to you? It smells horrible, he laughed. But it's not. Religious objects, on the other hand, are quite unpleasant. Why? As I told you, he turned me into a restless soul. This time he shouted at me. I lost it at this point. Feeling a mix of scared and angry overcame me, but I kept calm. All I wanted was for him to just leave. I decided to conclude the interview. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. I have two questions left for you. It's okay, he said, switched again to a more friendly tone. What are your last questions? Where were you born? Ah, another good question. I was born in the cradle of the first civilization. It's today's... He paused. What is it, Mike? I can hear your heart racing. Are you upset? My poker face wasn't good enough. He had seen through it and he could tell I was mad. So I took all my courage and told him, I'm having a hard time believing you. That's all. Oh, Mike, I have nothing to gain by lying to you, but I can show you the truth. He almost sounded sad and then he closed his eyes. Never in my life have I felt so much fear. I was shocked to my core when he opened his eyes. Did you ever have a really bad dream? Where you woke up and jumped out of bed? It was like that, but I didn't jump. I fell backwards off the chair. His eyes were red and serpent-like. His light brown skin turned grayish. He was so pale, he didn't look like he was alive. That friendly smile turned into a sinister, toothy grin. Four sharp fangs did portray as he grinned. Two at the top and two at the bottom. Do you believe me now, Michael? 
he said as he stood up and squatted down next to me. What is your last question? I crawled backwards to the wall to get some distance, but it was no real use. I only moved a few inches back. It, it, is Adam e even your real name? I stuttered in terror. No, it's not. Adam is an alteration of someone's name who was very dear to me. I, I have a third question, I uttered in fear for my life. What, when was the last time you drank blood? Adam, or whatever his real name was, grinned even wider. It was exactly one month ago. I wept. Are you going to kill me? He put his hand on my shoulder. Shh, don't be afraid. I will drink from your blood, but I won't kill you, Michael. You were a great host to me, so you shall live. Then everything faded to black. I woke up the next day on the couch where my guest had sat. Everything looked the same as the day before. I was still shaking in fear and felt like crying. The whole deal felt like a nightmare, but I was still alive. This thing had had mercy on me and let me live. It wasn't a dream, it was real. I checked the recording of the interview. It was empty. The thing hadn't recorded anything. I felt like I was going crazy. The recording was my only proof that this night had actually happened, but it was gone, or maybe never there. After I calmed down, I checked my whole body for bite marks, but nothing. Maybe it was just a bad dream. Maybe I'd never talk to that person, if you could even call him that. My emails. I still had the emails. This would prove that I wasn't dreaming. I logged into my account, and there was a new email from Vampire4124. That was his address. Re-interview with a vampire. Hey Mike, I'm sorry I couldn't make it yesterday. Something came up and I couldn't leave. I hope you're still up for that interview. We could meet on Friday if you're free. Sent December 16th, December 2020. That, that email came before the interview. I must not have seen it. This would mean I really did dream it. It must have been a dream. What else? Vampires aren't real, I thought to myself. It was relieving that I was just having a bad dream, but for some reason this dream wouldn't let me alone. I kept thinking about it every day and had terrible night terrors afterwards. My mental and physical health became worse in the past weeks. I still had night terrors and I felt like crap. I failed my studies and ended up dropping out of college. I can't focus anymore during the day and I can't sleep at night in fear of having another night terror. Since I dreaded sleeping, I took a job at a gas station. I did the night shift there. One early morning, when I came home from work, there was a package at my front door. I ordered something off of Amazon, so I didn't really think about it and just took it inside. I opened the package, and there was a tape and a jar. I couldn't tell what was inside the jar because it wasn't made of glass. Curiosity got the better of me and I opened it. Out of it came this familiar but unknown smell. He was right. AB really does smell like honey.
Well, well, wasn't that just a scream? Until next time, our fiendish friends. Remember to stay scared, and sometimes it's more than just a story. Ha 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 ha!